Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You're listening to The Gold Digger Podcast, episode number 192. Lucia Pador is a superwoman. Not only is she one of the most inspiring women I know, but you may know her from her work at Utterly Engaged or more recently her transition in helping others tell their stories. Now, Lucia is in my mastermind this year, and I've been amazed at how she can curate, visually storytell, and manage Utterly Engaged while also working on her newest project, which is to help entrepreneurs tell their own story and leave their own legacy. Lucia is a daughter of immigrant parents who escaped a communist war-torn country, moving from one refugee camp to another, to finally planting their roots in Southern California and building a beautiful life and business. After 30-plus years of providing for her family through her father's art, he unexpectedly passed away. It was not until after he left this world that she finally saw firsthand how much of a legacy he left behind. Without social media, she was blown away by the impact his art had had that he had left behind and spread across continents and oceans. Remembering what she had learned from him and combining her love for storytelling, social media, design, and modern marketing, she is on a mission to help others spread their message, their art, and creations through the most impactful and meaningful way. Lucia is serving the world by creating soon-to-be courses, workshops, resources, tools, and a way to help creators, influencers, doers, and entrepreneurs market themselves. I know a lot of entrepreneurs love what they do, but struggle in finding clarity, direction, and the know-how to share their work or message and how to stand out. And so I'm so lucky to have Lucia on today to teach us not only how to market ourselves, but to tell a unique story and leave a true legacy. I have a feeling this episode is just going to make me cry. And so I hope that you guys are ready. Now, before we dive on in, I want to read the review of the week from Christy Lou 60. It's titled Can't Get Enough, and it's a five-star rating. I have always been an employee. Just recently, I launched a business. What? These podcasts get me excited, give me fresh insight and new ideas, and empower me. Jenna's podcasts are full of golden nuggets to utilize in all areas of your life. I look forward to them each and every day. Thank you so much, Christy Lou, for your sweet review. That rhymed. And if you're listening to the show today and you're enjoying it and you haven't taken a second to leave a review, 
All we ask is for you to pause and leave a review. It takes literally a minute to do that. And it truly helps spread the mission and the message of this show, which I believe can be my legacy. So without further ado, let's hear from Lucia herself. You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast, where we firmly believe that work doesn't have to feel like work. Self-made millionaire and marketing guru Jenna Kutcher will help you redefine what success looks like. It's time to hear from the experts, listen in on honest conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others pave their own way and craft their dream career. If you're ready to dig in, do the work, and tackle your biggest goals, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, photographer, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. You guys, Skillshare is amazing, and I want to thank them for sponsoring this episode. Skillshare is offering you a limited-time offer of two months of Skillshare for just 99 cents. To sign up, head to Skillshare.com slash Gold Digger. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash Gold Digger to get two months of unlimited access to over 20,000 classes for just 99 cents. That's crazy. You can't miss it. Special thanks to our next sponsor, LinkedIn. Did you know that you can find your perfect hire on LinkedIn? LinkedIn jobs matches people to the role based on who they really are, their skills, interests, even how open they are to new opportunities. For $50 off your first job posting, go to linkedin.com slash gold digger. That's linkedin.com slash gold digger. Certain terms and conditions apply, but you can't pass this one up. Lucia, I am so excited. Welcome to the Gold Digger podcast. Hello. I'm so, <laughs> so excited. happy you're here. This is great. Thank you okay. for inviting me, Jenna, oh, <laughs> to be yeah. part of this. Absolutely. So first things first, give us a peek into the life of Lucia. Who is Lucia? How has your path unfolded? Like what has your journey looked like? Well, I guess you can start back when it all started. Utterly Engaged is a magazine that I founded in 2009. Actually, I co-founded with two other people. And it was an interesting journey because I graduated from college as a designer, graphic designer. And I was, it was really random because I was doing a photo shoot out of the blue and saying, I'm just going to do a photo shoot. Okay. But I don't know why. And then a couple months later, a wedding planner came up to us and I was doing a lot of design and graphic design for people in the wedding industry. And I was like, okay, maybe I want to be an event designer because I love designing events. And I tried it, dabbled into it. It was terrible. I didn't (laughs) want to do it because I was like, I was thinking like, you have to do this every month and you have to repeat it over and over and over. I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. So I was continuing to do branding. And then she said to me, let's start a magazine. I'm like, okay, I did work at a magazine. I could do that. Just, just do it. So it was an, an amazing ride because we were very, the very first magazine that launched online, digital, independent, and it grew through social media, especially through Twitter. And every single time we would launch a digital magazine, people would get so excited about it and our site would crash. So the whole ride of like growing the brand was amazing. And it opened all these opportunities where I realized like it brought together everything that I loved. It would brought together like the side of event design where I'm art directing the side of design, my graphic design skills. And after a month, I launched this magazine. I was going through a book 
I wrote down after college and a list of things I wanted to do. And at the very end of it, it says to start a magazine. And I don't remember writing this at all. And I'm like, what? When did I write this? I don't remember writing this at all. So it just like brought this full circle of like, okay, wow. Okay. I know I'm on this path. So doing a magazine, it brought so many opportunities of meeting people, really pushing myself in terms of like, okay, what kind of story do I want to tell through this? I mean, there was hardships of running a publication because, you know, most magazines have a huge team, right? Like, I don't know. And here we are, just a small team and trying to balance it all. And I think that I got burnt out towards the middle of it, which got closer to where my dad passed away. It was like all aligning with each other, you know, this burnout and also my father passing. And it was just at that point where the magazine, you know, it, it was also that point where I was telling a different type of story through the magazine. It was about this relationships about diving into love or fear. And when my father passed, I had to like had this huge reflection of like, okay, why am I doing this magazine? And before it was all about detail, 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 details. And I was like, this is not who I am. You know, I, I'm so much more deeper than that. So I've been going on this journey for the past two years of really reflecting and doing work that's to the heart and the core of who I am. And even though I haven't been really sharing it as much, it's been moving me in ways that I've never experienced. And I'm excited to finally kind of like let it out and take early engagement to this new path of like growth, of going beyond than just a wedding magazine, but a platform where it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to be real, to be authentic about connecting, about asking those hard questions about, about becoming. And it's kind of also a documentation of what I'm going through currently. Diving into my own, like going back to my roots of design and visual communicating and really like taking what I learned from my father. He's an artist too, and he's a sculptor and he has statues all over the world. And so being inspired by how much of a legacy he left behind. I'm on that journey of like, what's the legacy I'm going to leave behind? What can I do to help other people to leave their legacy through this new platform that I'm trying to create? So I hope that helps. (laughs) Yes, I will. And the first time I met you, it was like, I was so familiar with your work as a wedding photographer, like utterly oh. engaged was this incredible platform. And I knew of it and I knew of you. And it was so interesting because I just felt that we were like on the shift of something, like something big was coming and neither of us were too sure what it would be. Yeah. But it was so interesting because I remember one of the first things you ever talked about was your dad and his story. And I felt like we just kept coming back to this legacy. And so I'm curious, like, what is it about storytelling that kind of pulled you in and made you want to be the one to share stories with the world? Because I think of you and I think of a storyteller. Yeah. Well, first, I'm not a photographer. So I just no, no, no. To... I'm saying as a photographer for me. Oh, okay. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? When I was younger, I grew up really insecure. 
And this is going back. This is like way back. And it's getting really personal. I hope that's okay. Please do. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I was judged a lot by... Because I'm, I'm an Asian. I'm an Asian girl. I'm a little, I'm a lot heavier. And most Asian girls are not. And not only that, I'm a lot darker. <laughs> I was always in the sun, swimming in the pool. And so growing up, you know, I was always asked, like, what are you? You know, what nationality are you? Being judged by my weight, asking like, you know, why are you so big? My curves, my skin color, everything. So I, growing up, being very Asian, we kind of suppressed our voice, you know, not really kind of just being like this, uh, not subservient, but just more like, okay, um, hum- humility, you know, and no way to express my opinions or my voice. And so, and also as I, you know, my teenage years, I started to get a lot of sexual advances towards me. And I developed really young, like nine years old. So at nine years old, can you imagine a girl, you know, developing her breasts and everything and having boys coming up to you and asking you about your body parts, you know? And so I was really insecure growing up and it manifested into wanting to me to embrace my voice more, but I did it through design. I did it through doing photo shoots. I did it through writing an editorial, but never really giving myself a voice. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just telling other people. Teller for everyone else but yourself. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And that really, I think, you know, when my dad passed, going back to my dad, I think he, when he passed away, before he passed, he lost his ability to talk. He had a stroke and, and I remember standing around the bed with him, with all my brothers and sisters holding hands and just communicating through him, just looking at him, trying to say as much as we can before he passed. And, and I remember, gosh, all these things that I'm holding inside, it's, you know, eating me up, you know, the things that I need to tell, the things that I need to share about the journey that I've gone through was eating me inside because like when my dad was passing, I wanted to tell him so much and I wanted to hear him tell me his stories, but he couldn't. And that moment was like, okay, I need to make a shift because I can't continue to hide behind the work. We hide behind a magazine. And, you know, like I said, telling other people's stories when I have a lot to share too. So, so yeah, gosh, it's being vulnerable. Yeah. I mean, being vulnerable is, it's scary. I don't know how you do it, girl. (laughs) You're so good at it. (laughs) It is scary though. No, it is scary. (laughs) It's easier to tell other people's stories because it's not so like close to your heart. And, and like, we're so emotional about our own stories because we lived them. And so it's like finding that voice of like, what am I comfortable sharing and how Mm -hmm. is this going to be perceived in And especially just things that are so close to your heart. It's like, I am extending my soul in a way that might not be received. Yes, yes. I think one big thing that I did. So I did it right after my dad passed. I don't know. I I created this photo shoot. And I wanted to pour myself into this and talking about, it was like legacy, but in a very artistic way. And 
in this photo shoot, I selected certain people that I knew that was going to tell the story correctly. And when I was kind of like sharing this journey of what I'm going through, what am I doing? The whole shoot was transformed into this, like everybody was moved. People were crying. People were coming up to me and asking me like, tell me more. What do you, what are you trying to say? What, how can I help you get this message out? You know, it was just through a photo shoot. It wasn't even like, you know, I'm not trying to change the world. I was just trying to like dive into like this piece that was in me, you know, and to have people be moved by it. I think that's the beauty of storytelling, you know, and ever since then, I've done other photo shoots where I really like ask these hard questions about my own story and like how I'm going to share it so that I can bring value to other people who are going through the same thing. Because I'm not the only one going through this. Not at all. You know? Not yeah. at all. And I think that just meeting you and like going back to legacy and story and going back to it, it was like reconnecting with the why. And I think one of the biggest things you've experienced this year is pivoting your brand and like changing, not necessarily the mission of Utterly Engaged because it's still connected, but yeah. I almost feel like the why may have changed. So can you talk kind of about this pivot that you're experiencing that you're kind of in the middle of and what brought about this change? Definitely. I think what brought about this change is burnt out. I think burnt out came from doing things that were pleasing to people burnt out of like not necessarily doing the work that I was supposed to do. And so, so like this past year, really going behind the scenes and doing these work of like helping brands or just, you know, tell their story in a way that's a little bit more authentic to their heart. And Doing that, I mean, I haven't even shared it on Instagram or the Utterly Engaged, but doing the work has, I've seen a shift of people, the way they've responded to the work that I'm doing. And it is giving me more of a like push, like, okay. And also, I don't know if you, you know, listening to the news and what's happening online about, you know, censorship and about, you know, building all this content that's going to get lost. And I was like, gosh, you know, it's even a more of an important time to tell our story because I feel like we're limited, you know, of like what, if this really happens, like we need to do it now, you know? So like, I wanted to take utterly engage into like, you know, transforming it to like this brand that's not only external, but internal. So internal is like asking those hard questions, like going on a legacy journey with our readers and finding your strength in your voice. And then external is like going out to learn from others and getting lost through travel experiences and, you know, connecting. So it has, I feel like it's this 365 degree brand, not necessarily like just a magazine here you read it, but or a publication online, it's this full breadth of pushing boundaries of how to tell the story and creating content that like that lives a longer time. Mm -hmm. You know, absolutely. What has it been like 
in just this like internal shift because I feel like whenever a big pivot happens in a business, there is so much more happening behind the scenes. Like there's identity wrapped up, there's worth wrapped up, there's this brand that you've built that is truly an extension of who you are. And now you're almost feeling this like friction of I need to make a change. Like, how has that been just personally navigating that and then thinking about having to communicate that with this tribe that you've built up over time? Mm-hmm. I think that being really honest and kind of like taking them on this journey with me has helped a lot, tremendously. I think I learned it from you. Um, <laughs> actually, to see you navigate how you're sharing your journey with your pregnancy, mm-hmm. you know? And, you know, doing that with my tribe as well, I think people naturally want to be a part of people's journey, you know, and naturally want to root for you. And so, like, I think for me to be a little bit more showing up and, you know, giving me giving me the time and the, the like, the space to, like, really share like what I'm going through has given them more value and like kind of investing in what I'm doing. And I think that's helped a lot. And just through my circle of friends, like I'm getting texts and the messages left and right. Like, what are you doing? This is amazing. I want to hear more. How can I support you? So yeah, I hope I answer your question. (laughs) I think it goes to show too that people are more on board with your passions when they know you versus like what you're putting out there. And I think that for so many entrepreneurs, we struggle with telling stories through our work because like you said, like the magazine was almost a way for you to hide your own story because you're still putting stories out there, but not Mm -hmm. maybe the ones that were so close to your heart. And I know I found, and I mean, you've worked in the industry, like so many people hide behind their products and services. And so Mm -hmm. from the expert, like how can we improve our ability to pull people into our brand and not just share that business? Because I've noticed a giant shift in the way that you're doing this as well. Yeah, I think brands should definitely, you know, put a face. I think that's a beautiful thing because once we get a face, and also hearing, you know, their whys as well. You give a customer a chance to like really connect and remember, you know, why you're doing this. And you want them to invest, right? So you want them to be like part of this journey that you're going through. And people remember what makes them like, you know, it's just easier to digest stories than just like seeing a product, you know, mm-hmm. or just seeing like, okay, what are you doing today? But if you like put behind these images, you're actually like, giving people a relatable way to connect that's authentic, I think it, it's going to create this engagement and conversation that's going to make your brand even more valuable and more, even more like connecting with the brands. And I, I've done that through graphic design as a, a designer. Like, you know, when I'm designing a brand or when I'm doing a photo shoot, you know, I'm being very intentional about every single thing that I'm doing that relates to, okay, so why are we choosing this color? Why are we choosing this dress? Mm-hmm. You know, and if we're doing like, say we're doing rings, you know, if, if someone was selling rings, a wedding ring, like, could you go beyond than just selling a product, but saying, you know, you're not just selling a product, you're selling an emotion, you're selling joy, you're selling, you know, love. So like a brand, you know, I think people get stuck on like a brand is 
you know, color or logo or font, whatever, but it's more than that, you know? Absolutely. You're, you're selling something beyond than just a product. You're selling a way of life, a way of living, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how have you learned? Because I mean, with Utterly Engaged, what I knew it as when I was a wedding photographer, you know, is this place for you to tell wedding day stories and to mm-hmm. just show these like diverse stories that different people could connect with. What does it look like for you to like step out from that version of Utterly Engaged and kind of transform it into a more personal brand. How has that felt? Has it been uncomfortable? Has it been exciting? Did oh, you gosh, believe been... a lot of lies? Like what has it been like? <laughs> <laughs> it's been so exciting yeah. because it's just deeper. Uh, it just, it just fires me up. I just feels more to the core of who I am. It's just, I think it's like a fresh, a breath of fresh air. You know, more life. It brings life into my business, into the brand that I've built. And, you know, I did a little bit of snippets of like a little bit of work and putting like, you know, this new direction in. And the response has been like, this is so refreshing. You know, we need more of this. And so, okay, let's do it, you know? And I I think that like, we are so afraid to... Like be and like I think even all the wedding blogs. I mean, I love all the wedding blogs, but I think people are there's like this wedding inspiration overload, right? That people are experiencing, and so we need to like there's something more that beyond than just all these inspiration that we the stories that we need to be told. Yeah. yeah, I'm so glad that Pinterest didn't exist when I got married. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so yeah. glad. <laughs> We like made like actual inspiration boards, like real Pinterest boards in real life from like magazines. But I'm just like so thankful because I would have been so confused and had way too many ideas. (laughs) Yeah. I remember when we started, there was no Pinterest, right? So I got married too. And I was like, gosh, now that if I was getting married, there's just too much. Like, what do I do? How do you like, (laughs) how do you make decisions? It's so funny. So, I mean, we've kind of alluded to this shift, but tell me, like, what is Utterly Engaged going to be moving forward? Like, what does this actually look like as you flesh this out and work through this change? I'm going to be being more in the forefront of it, which is kind of exciting. And also, like, I'm working on a podcast, (laughs) which is like really embracing this brand of Utterly Engaged. And I mean, Utterly Engaged to me is a verb. It's not a noun. It's not like just a brand. It's like a way of being. Mm-hmm. So really creating more products that actually embraces that and, you know, ways to like how people connect more and uh, how ways for people to like be more curious, you know, not just like physical products, but digital products. So I'm excited about all the things I'm working on. I can't really get into, but, you know, it's going to be like, this full circle of like, gosh, it makes sense now. It makes completely sense of who you are, of what we're doing. 
A business is only as strong as its people. And you guys know I'm a huge advocate for outsourcing, hiring, and building your dream team. It's no secret that every hire matters. So don't just settle for posting and crossing your fingers that the right person is going to come along. LinkedIn is more than the world's largest professional network. It's also a better way to find great talent. If you're looking to hire, 70% of the U.S. workforce is already on LinkedIn. That's right. Quality candidates waiting to be found by you. Because LinkedIn considers skills, experience, and location to match and promote your job to potential candidates, I have no doubt that you can find exactly who it is you're looking for. Out of the 22 million professionals that are active on LinkedIn every week from every industry, you're sure to find the perfect match. Consider this, most LinkedIn members aren't actively searching for a new job, but 9 out of 10 members are open to new opportunities, and you get the chance to reach them. Basically, to sum it up, if you're not using LinkedIn for your hiring needs, you're missing out. Head to linkedin.com slash golddigger and get $50 off towards your first job posting. That's linkedin.com slash golddigger for $50 off your first job post today. Terms and conditions apply, but this is a great opportunity to find out how LinkedIn leads to a different hire every 10 seconds. We all know that I am such an advocate for lifelong learning, and that's why I love Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning platform with over 20,000 classes in business, marketing, entrepreneurship, and so much more. Whether you're trying to deepen your professional skill set, start a side hustle, or build your own business, Skillshare will keep you at the forefront of your field. I also love that it's a subscription-based service. Kind of like Netflix, but for courses. Pay one flat rate and unlock classes in every topic you can imagine. I went to the Skillshare site and I absolutely loved what I saw. I took a class in abstract art and doodling for iPads. Like seriously, I had so much fun tapping into my creative side while gaining a new skill I was so excited about. I have about 15 others that I can't wait to dig into from classes in social media marketing, graphic design, web development, you name it, they've got it. Whatever I'm looking to learn, Skillshare ensures that I'm learning and growing. Join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for you. Get two months of Skillshare for just 99 cents. That's right. Skillshare is offering Gold Digger listeners two months of unlimited access to over 20,000 classes for just 99 cents. To sign up, head to Skillshare.com slash Gold Digger. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash Gold Digger to start your two months now. That's Skillshare.com slash Gold Digger. I can't wait. I'm just like chomping <laughs> at the bit. Um, so I have always believed in like the power of legacy. And one of the things that really taught me the meaning of legacy was when Drew's best friend passed away in a car accident. And I've shared it on the show before, but I feel like loss really rings home what legacy is. And yeah. I think that, you know, when I met you and just hearing about your dad, we just kept going back to that heart and soul of legacy. So what does legacy mean to you? And like, what are you doing right now in your life to preserve your legacy? Gosh, I think legacy is not just like posting on Instagram, Mm -hmm. you know, it's having conversations with your loved ones even more. It's like holding on to these stories and passing them down. It's experiencing life to the fullest. It's not only about doing the work that you're supposed to be doing. It's, you know, honing into your purpose and your passion. 
and and really sharing it to the world and that you know leaving something behind so that others can learn from you know i think that like we're in this new generation of like people want to learn from each other you know and people want to hear from each other and i think social media has mean i mean you know it might it, some people say social media could be a place where you're just like doc, you're just like posting stuff up but i think but if you can use a platform to really like start documenting our journey so like in the future if our kids are are looking back they can see our progress you know and learn from this and do something that you know eventually on their journey that they can leave an impact one of my favorite lines that i always go back to is leave the world better than you saw it and i that's what legacy is to me and i i hope to do that you know with utterly engaged i have this book that that I started as like a journal of writing letters to my daughter because even though, you know, I'm going through my own journey of trying to have kids and that's been a struggle. But I was like, you know what, you know, even though I'm not pregnant yet, I know it's going to be that moment in time, but I want to write all these stories down so that when my daughter comes or my son comes, it's already ready for him to read instead of waiting for like it's too late. Did I tell you that I'm doing that right now? You are? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So oh, literally amazing. the day we found out, I started Aww. a Word document on my computer that's called To My Little Bean. And Oh my um, gosh. Yeah, and I've been doing it weekly. And and it's crazy to even just read like what was going through my head when we first found out we were pregnant yeah. and, and just that fear of another loss. And like, there's one letter yes. that's just like, are you there? Like, is this real? Like, oh my gosh. Um, and so, yeah, so I kind of took that from you and I was just like, you know, some people start like an email account for their kid and then give them the password <laughs> when they're 18 or, you know, all these yeah. things. But I have just been documenting as much as I could because my mom just was cleaning out their house and she found this calendar from when I was born and she literally wrote in it every single day what I did that day. Oh. And it's just so crazy to like read some of those things, you know, it was just, oh it was really gosh. cool. It's, it's, oh, it's so really cool. cool. It is super cool. I think that like, I can't wait to like, when we like, even for us to read, go back to read it, you know, you're like, oh my gosh, you know, yes. <laughs> how much has changed and like, like how, look at that, you know, when you were born, yes. da, 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 you know? it's so crazy. I feel like I've always had just this admiration for legacy. I remember like mm -hmm. sitting down with my great grandmother and asking her questions and my mom like kind of led the way in that because she would literally like take notes and record things and all of that. And yeah. so it's like, anytime yeah. I call my grandparents, I will record the phone call just because oh it's just stuff gosh. that you appreciate, yes. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, I totally get it because there was this thing, my, my grandfather is a sculptor too. And he built this statue in Vietnam and it's huge, humongous. And there's all these stories about how people are flocking towards it. You know, the statue is Our Lady. For anyone who's Catholic, they it's the Virgin Mary, you know? And so to hear, like, how people, how, you know, the journey of the pilgrimages that people are going to to visit, like, gosh, I want to capture all those stories. And so to be able to, like, you know, hear back, like, how my grandfather's work is changing people's lives, you know? So... 
is so amazing. It's so amazing. And I'm, I'm like going on this like little journey of like trying to like reach out to my uncles and aunts in Vietnam where I don't, I mean, I speak Vietnamese, but not very like completely hundred percent and breaking through that barrier to like, okay, can you tell me more about my grandfather? Cause he was amazing. He's like, he was a Renaissance man who like fished in the sea. He like fished and he like cut people's hair and I don't, it's crazy stories. <laughs> oh, I love that. It just gives me goosebumps. And it's like, the more I meet people, the more I realize how much legacy plays a part in who they are and who they desire yeah. to be and what they desire to leave behind. One thing I'm curious is, and something that you're really good at, whether it's from an editorial standpoint, a branding standpoint, a design standpoint, an imagery standpoint, is that you are really good at helping entrepreneurs develop their story. And so do you have any tips? Let's say somebody just says, you know what, I have a product and it's a good product, uh -huh. but I'm not passionate about it. And I have no idea how I could pull a story out of this. Do you have any yeah, ideas yeah. on that? I think that like, First, you're going to ask like, okay, there's, there's got to be something in your past that, you know, let's dive into that, like your why, you know, and like, really, let's be vulnerable and be curious and like, figure out, okay, there's got to be something that inspires you to eventually get to this point of creating this product. Being a graphic designer, I always go back to asking them, who are you and why are you doing this? Right. And then figuring out, okay, like, I'm very intuitive in terms of like, you know, looking at people's work through the words that they're trying to say either through Instagram or through like some, some of the captions or maybe they're about and they're wise. And then through the conversations, I'm also diving into like what lights them up and then really connecting it to their products. And so like figuring out like, you're not just selling a book, you're selling, you know, a way to celebrate or you're selling a story of going out and being discovering the world you know so like i think that we need to go beyond and like just selling a product we need to to really dive into like i know we're all selling a lifestyle but like let's go beyond the surface of that i think that asking really the hard questions you know hard questions like you know like the other day i was working with i actually helped someone design a book and I art directed her, her entire book. And I was asking her, like, you know, why are you doing this book? I know you're, you're an illustrator. You're, this book was to teach people how to draw. But I, I think that's more than that. Like, you, what, are you, what are you trying to say, you know? So then we really, like, asked, we, we really dived in. And she discovered that, like, I'm writing this book because I want people to feel more confident and more freeing of being able to express themselves through illustration you know? And so like, okay, let's, let's create imagery that tells stories like that. And so it's been a beautiful journey of like watching how she's grown too. Cause I've kind of like, you know, giving her that permission to tell that side of the story. And so she's doing it. So it's really cool to see. I love that. My friend, Katie O'Salvage, who does Cottage Hill magazine, yes. which I just, she's, you guys would be like kindred spirits. She's incredible. <laughs> but she always says like the why times five, where you just keep asking why, like it's, yes, it's like that yeah, core of yeah. it, because it's like, I don't want to just have a blog to show wedding photos. Well, why? Because I believe in marriage. Well, why? Yeah. Because, and it's why? like, you keep asking why in the most annoying way ever to really <laughs> get to the heart of it. 
Yes. Oh. Yeah. You kind of like, so like I, a couple of years ago, like a couple of years ago, like when 2005, I was part of this group called Project M. This is right out of college before I graduated in college. And Project M, which is where it's like this a designer who opened his home up and invited like five designers. Anybody can apply. A lot of people applied for this. He only picked five designers to be a part of this experience and where we would go to his house in Maine and we actually like worked on design projects that actually made an impact. But the way we did it was like we would constantly ask why. And it was like instead of going from A to B to find the answer, you have to go to A to C. So going, you know, thinking wrong. And so that really instilled in me like how I approach any project or any photo shoot or any story that I'm trying to tell. It's because, you know, those connection points, it's easy to go from like A to B, but like if you want to tell a really good story that's going to like move people, you have to get to the C. And that's the hardest part, like asking all that questions. And I remember being in Maine and like sitting there talking for hours, <laughs> like, you know, about a logo. And they were like, why are we doing like, why? I, I don't, can we just design it already? Yeah. <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> no, but like the exercise was powerful and it made us like better designers, better storytellers, you know, and I would never take funny. that back. You yeah. know, something that I just like admire so much about you is that I feel like you have this power to kind of stand back and take everything in. And like you said, like you're very, you kind of, I feel like you feel energy and you feel things out and you, you look deeper than just beyond what people are saying or sharing to kind of get to the message of it. Are you, this is a curious question. Are you introverted or extroverted? <laughs> Oh, I'm totally yeah, introverted. So. Can you talk a little bit about that and like what it's been like to shift your brand to where you're showing up online and it's your face and your story because I have recently become way more introverted as well. And I think a lot of it just uh -huh. has to do with the attention and pressure. What has that been like for you yeah. as somebody who's kind of sat in the background, not in a bad way, but just in a very introspective way? Oh, gosh. You know, instead of being like, gosh, I'm an introvert and shying mm -hmm. away, you know, like kind of like punishing myself because mm -hmm. I'm an introvert. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird that we do that. Yes. <laughs> but I've been like doing this project and and it's been eye opening. I think we're introverts because we are afraid of like almost like feeling something that's uncomfortable sometimes, which is kind of a weird thing but I've been doing this project where I'm putting myself in front of the camera and it's actually been freeing me from this fear of being like instead of like using my introvert to hide I'm using my introvert as a way a signal to say okay I need to step into that and and it's actually a power, like, it's like my internal power that I have that's helping me navigate what I need to do to become, you know, to step into this role of like, you know, using introvert as being intuitive, because I am intuitive in that way. Like, I'm, I'm very sensitive to my surroundings, or I'm very sensitive to like, people's expressions and words. So using that as a, you know, a starting point, like, okay, let's use that 
as a message to me instead of being afraid of it. And then using my introvert as like, okay, I need to be in front of the camera. Let's, what is it that that's scaring me? So I'm like stepping into that. And, you know, I remember doing my first shoot and I can't wait to show you. It's It turned out really, really amazing in terms of like, gosh, okay. Like it was so scary just stepping in. Like it was scary taking that step of like, okay, I'm going to do this. And I did it. And then when I did it, I'm like, oh, it wasn't that bad. Okay. What's the next step? Okay. I need to share it with people. Oh gosh. Okay. <laughs> How am I going to share it with people? And I'm like totally terrified, but I'm like, you know what? This is the legacy. This is the legacy journey that people talk about, you know, that you need to like move, right. That we need to move through and being an introvert was like, it's actually a benefit in terms of like, like navigating, being able to understand certain things that people don't. Cause I think that like, introverts we are very internal and that's i want to be able to use that as a way of like to really understand being self-aware you know it's more yeah and i feel like for so long it was almost like not shameful to be an introvert but it was almost looked at as the less than because the extroverts are the loud ones and the ones who are social Uh and making relationships and they're out there and i think that what is beautiful and what I've just been kind of accepting into my life as I feel like I am totally shifting is just that there is so much power in being introverted and there's so much beauty in that. And it doesn't mean that you need to shy away or hide. And it doesn't mean that you need to be silenced or quieted. But I think it's like this power of meaning. And I think that you harness that through every fiber of who you are. Oh my gosh, yes. Like, ask my husband. <laughs> He's like, why does it have to be yeah. so deep? <laughs> why does everything have to be I'm so right. serious? It's like, it's not serious, it's yeah. meaningful, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Oh my gosh, I love that. I would love to like have people's spouses on the show just because when they hear us, they're like, oh wait, let me tell you how it really is. <laughs> and it's just like it's just how we operate we can't like i can't go beyond it you know know. i feel like it's happening more and more to me like we had like a neighborhood meetup last night and like drew is just like Uh boldly walking in and i like look around and i don't know anyone and i was like this is my worst nightmare like this is literally Uh my worst nightmare like can we go home and then it's just so funny Uh because i'm like I used to not be like that, but at the same point too, I'm like, there's just so many shifts in our lives that have led me to this place where I do have to step outside of my comfort zone and I do have to like get comfortable with being uncomfortable, but I've definitely watched you challenge yourself in that. And it's been very, very encouraging and almost permission granting for those people who do feel like they've been hiding or who do feel yeah. like they're finding their message, but they're not sure that it matters. And so my question exactly. for you is, if you had to pick three ways that people could improve their ability to storytell online, what would those ways be yeah. or what tips would you include? What tips I would include would be yes. do it. <laughs> That's like the biggest thing <laughs> because we are our own enemy. <laughs> Our minds are our own enemy. And I think we need to take action. Once you take action, it's when those like those moments like, oh, that wasn't too bad. And you keep moving, keep moving forward, you know, because I think that like 
when we're not taking those actions, like we start to stifle and we start to like hold back. And I think that when we move forward and take action, we actually discover and uncover more things about us that are even more amazing, you know, and like connect and then allows you to connect with more people who are going through the same thing that you are. And also to like fail, fail often. Don't be afraid of making mistakes because I think that like, I'm a perfectionist too. And when I'm not, when I'm like, the best moments are the ones where I'm like, oh, just, I'm just going to do this. And if I do fail, it's okay. I'm going to learn from this, Mm -hmm. you know? And so it's okay to like, you know, mess up or it's okay to like have a bad spelling on your Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) And also like be vulnerable and be curious. And I think that like people like that. I think people need to be curious more and ask, you know, those questions of why and using your platform to, you know, play, not take it Mm -hmm. so seriously. I think we take it too seriously. And that's when, you know, when we, we're not being our real selves, you know? So I want to know what is your dream for your life right now? Like, what are you dreaming about? What are you excited about? What gets you out of bed in the morning? Gosh, the next journey. I think my dream life for, you know, what I want to do is, you know, travel more, meet more people and eventually like have this family, you know, so that, you know, having a family, it's a huge thing for me. I come, I come from a big family. My my grandparents had like, you know, 13 kids and, you know, uh, one of my aunts has like 22 mm-hmm. kids, you know, so <laughs> to definitely start a family and, uh, and using Utterly Engaged as a platform to bring a tribe of like people who are moving and shaking and who are doers together to bring this common goal of like, you know, we're all creating this message of legacy of like storytelling. If we all were more, a little bit more authentic. And I think that that's, if I could do that with utterly engaged, that would be amazing through like, through my podcast, I'm about to launch through, you know, through products I'm creating through, you know, when I'm traveling, I want to meet people who are, who are just like me, who are, you know, going through the struggle of like pivoting, you know, that we're all in this together. So, you know, that is definitely my dream is to like create this beautiful community of, you know, people who are rooting for each other. Because, you know, this journey of being an entrepreneur or this journey of being, you know, uh, it can be really lonely. And if we can all, you know, you know, I think what you've done is beautiful. It's so empowering to watch. And if I can instill that in my own, you know, business, that'd be amazing. And uh, I would love to like, you know, bring our kids along this journey and my husband too along this journey, you know, it'd be like something that, that we can leave behind that's even more empowering, you know? I love it. Gosh, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about, you know. Just the impact. It's like me and my mom were talking about it today and it's, you never realize the impact. And I think we never get to see the full ripples, you know, when you toss a rock into the yes, water, the ripples. all oh, of the ripples gosh. that go on and on and on and on and on. And and we usually yes. only see a layer oh. of that. And it's just, I mean, it's yes. humbling and it's scary and it's beautiful mm-hmm. to think about the ripple effect of just our legacy yeah. and our story and the way that we share. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that like, I don't want to like, paint this picture of having this messiah complex, you know, 
it's definitely not that. It's like this, like, I feel like this is huge, like, internet, the social media has connected people, right? But, like, can you imagine if we, you know, connected all these people and we're moving, like, this, I feel like this wave, you know, like, we're moving people to, like, I know when I did the, the most, the biggest project that I did was, not big project, but it was out of pure love of helping someone was when Japan had the tsunami and we did a project called for Japan with love. And it was out of like, okay, I want to help these people in Japan and how are we going to do it? And using our influence of like connecting with other bloggers and other influencers on social media, you know, we did a blogger's day of silence and we were able to raise over $70,000 in like a few weeks, you know, and having a letter from somebody in Japan who are in the middle of it all email me and say, thank you so much. There's nobody else helping us here. Like I am in the middle of this Epic Center and in Fukushima. And for you to do this for me is helping us so much. Like that gives me goosebumps. Like somebody from Japan wrote a letter to us. Like that's how far it went. And we didn't expect it, you know? And so like, I remember crying in the middle of the shower, like, I can't believe I'm helping this this person. Like it goes back to that single person that was, maybe she was, I don't know if she was trapped or she was, I don't know. Like I still have this email that she wrote to me. And so like, can you imagine if we, if all of us who are creating businesses or who are content creators, were creating content and products that were like ripples, you know, I love the way you said it, it was like, it's definitely a ripple. And if we were like talking to that one person can just eventually Oh, gosh, it gives me goosebumps just thinking about that, you know, moment, how that, how that happened. I love that. Lucia, thank you so much for sharing your heart. Where can everybody connect with you and follow this next chapter in your beautiful story? Oh, gosh. You can follow me at Utterly Engaged on Instagram. I'm also, you know, creating a little giveaway to your, you know, followers. If they can go utterlyengaged.com forward slash Jenna. And it's going to be about like finding your voice in a saturated market. It's going to be just a little quick, you know, nothing too complicated, but like really diving into like, you know, your stories and then connecting with with your ideal client. And I would love to help your followers about that. So those are the two places right now. And you can go utterlyengaged.com and it's going to like the website is going to change, but it's still going to be utterlyengaged.com. But you'll see a little bit more about me and, you know, about this project that I'm working on. So you can, they can find me there. Yeah. (laughs) And check it out. And Lucia, just thank you. You have totally touched my life and I am so excited we get to spend this year and beyond together. It's been amazing. I can't wait to watch what's next. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) What a conversation. I hope that you guys can just feel Lucia's energy and love every time she speaks. I swear when I'm in a room with her, I'm just reminded to step back and to take it in and to think a little deeper and to ask those hard questions. I have loved getting to work with Lucia this year as she's in this big pivot figuring out what's next and how to transition her brand and how to tell meaningful stories, especially her own. It has been incredible to just watch her own that love of legacy and then to define what that's going to look like, not just for herself, but for the businesses that she's working with. 
I really love the way that she tells the story of her father and how that helped her recognize that need for stories and how she's taking action on that. And as a fellow introvert, I think it's so important for us to really understand how we can step into those uncomfortable situations and and really dig into why it's uncomfortable, but to own that, not to be ashamed of it, because it's what makes us us. And it really helps us to feel empowered in the work we're doing, which thus gives permission for others to feel the same. Until next time, gold diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. And thank you so much for listening to today's show. Thanks for listening to the Gold Digger podcast. Dive into the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. The more the merrier. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time, you gold digger you.